0: What's up, guys? This is season two, episode five, second edition, because I screwed up the edit on the first one, and it turned into a bunch of fuzz. And apparently 27 of you listened to the podcast that was nothing but fuzz, and it took the 28th person to message me and say, Hey, Seth, nothing happened when you uploaded it. So... And- suck.
1: <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that. It won't go
0: that far. But somebody I'm just gonna, should have said something somebody, sooner. <laughs> I, was, I would hope that if you guys are not hearing this one at this point, someone will reach out a little please, bit sooner. Please. please.
1: Thank you. And we recorded it a week ago, so we don't remember. I, I barely remember what we talked about, so sorry. It's gone. <laughs> well, I know. Well,
0: the guy that told me that it got screwed up
1: mm-hmm. was Paul Hewitt. Yeah. and well, I told, we made fun of him at some point. Yeah, I told we? him I
0: made fun of him on the podcast, so he was yeah. all excited to listen to it. And then when he went to listen to it, he got all sad because there was...
1: Oh, I really wanted to hear the big fun of me. Yeah. What did we say about him? I can't remember. I feel like I backed him up. I feel like I defended him, didn't I? I feel like you threw him under the bus. No. You threw him under the bus. And then I I defended him, and then we said something nice about him after. You hate Paul. No, I don't. Admit it. I don't hate Paul.
0: No, none of us hate Paul. He's good shit.
1: (laughs) I remember Cole saying, who's Paul?
0: Who's Paul, I forget. You know the guy that did the thing? Oh, right. Yeah. Paul's Paul's a guy that Mianna's known for a long time when she lived back in Ottawa. I've been coaching him for coming up on a year now. And kind of the reason we made fun of him on the last podcast was that he used to be a little bit immature in his ability to process adversity with training. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, like, if he had a bad day, he would let it get to him. Big time?
1: Yeah, but he's grown up.
0: Oh, he's grown up a ton. He's gotten so much better, and, like, he's gone through so much outside of the gym since I've been coaching him, just, like, seeing him progress and grow through that and through life and just becoming a better, more well-rounded human who's kicking ass everywhere. Yeah. It's freaking cool. Coaching's fun. I like it.
1: Absolutely. What else so. did we talk about? Do you remember? I mean, Maybe I start, your deadlift? Yeah,
0: I started talking about my deadlift and how that training has changed, but that was kind of boring, so...
1: Okay, so we're going to talk about something different? (laughs) Maybe.
0: I don't know. I can't ask the people if they want to hear me talk about my deadlift training because they can't reply. they can't reply. How
1: about, should I ask you guys my favorite question that I ask every night? No. No? Fine. Okay. I hate that question. Okay.
2: Mianna always asks us, what was
1: your favorite part of your day? The best part of your day was?
2: So forced and unnatural. I know, right? Why it makes me reflect on things.
1: Makes you reflect on your day. <laughs>
2: when I think about how pretty much all of it sucked. No.
1: <laughs> so you telling me, like, when you think about your day, you can't like think about one good thing that happened to you that like stands out?
2: I mean, I kind of just like do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but it's like you got to think about it. Like
2: I got out thirty minutes early from passive care lab. That's good. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got some extra free time. What was was part of your day?
0: I mean, training was good.
1: Yeah, training was good. But why was it good?
0: So, like, okay, so last week I want to talk about deadlift training because my deadlift has been insanely good at this training cycle, and I will kind of mm-hmm. go through that rant again because I kind of. Yeah. i passionate about that. Yeah. But Monday, I pissed off my arthritic shoulder outside of the gym.
1: Okay.
0: Cough, cough, having sex. Meana's fault.
1: It's totally my fault. Anyways.
0: anyways. Anyways. So I pissed off my shoulder Monday doing the hanky-panky. And then friggin' Tuesday, like, I, I went to deadlift. It's just my light deadlift session. I'm a week and a half out, so I wasn't going to push it. But, like, I could barely hold onto the bar to pull four plates just because my shoulder was so fucked up. Not fucked up, but it hurt bad. It was it was not happy, it was not mm-hmm. pleased and like my normal doing things to calm it down didn't really calm it down.
1: It was very frustrating.
0: It was quite it was quite frustrating just cuz it was just like this I'm I'm 2 weeks out, I hurt it or I made it hurt not even lifting and now I can't lift. mm
1: mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: But it was actually kind of a good lesson, too, because it like really reminded me that the importance of not panicking when yes. when you're in pain, the importance of trying to stay calm, the importance of processing it, and the importance of trying to be proactive, even if what you can do feels like almost nothing. Mm-hmm. Because today, although my pull wasn't absolutely fantastic, I mean, state of fatigue being a week out and not really being amped at all, listening to a Wayne Dyer audiobook while pulling, Yes. hit my opener 639 easy peasy yeah pain felt good shoulders back figured out Mm -hmm. bench totally fine so
1: but yeah like it's a it's kind of a good reminder that like it's easy to tell somebody to just kind of like relax and like not worry too much about pain when it happens but when it is happening to you it can sometimes feel like not like it's the end of the world but it can it can feel really overpowering
0: It's hard, too. And, like, with my shoulder, I've been told by so many people now that it needs a replacement. Mm -hmm. That, Cole grumbles because he thinks I'm a whining, but... No, my throat's itchy. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But, like, so I've been told so many times that, like, by doctors, by so-and-so, that even though I, I know that it doesn't, I know that it works, when it does flare up, it's like, it almost scares me, like, maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. but it's cool to kind of get past this and just show myself that just because it does hurt super, 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 like 12 out of 10 want to cry and cut my arm off bad that I can get it to calm down and I can get it to work again and that just because it feels terrible there's the generation, there's the spurring there's the whatever like so it it's okay if it does feel bad some days it doesn't have yeah. to feel bad every day and just kind of getting through that every time I do it, it reaffirms that I still can do things with this arm and I don't have to be afraid of using it. Yeah. Which is sweet and fun, and I'm stoked. For sure. As far as, like, getting it to calm down, if anyone's wondering, basically all I did is I figured out which ranges of motion sucked, and then at first I got Miana to help me into them passively because I was not able to get there myself, which was kind of a shitty tedious process, and she is very, very kind for helping me with that. And then once we kind of get through it passively and we kind of like got past all of the clunkiness kind of cranking my arm around, I started kind of trying to ease into it actively and I kind of got my normal full active range back now and I've just kind of been doing isometrics at my end range and that's all I've really done and feels good as new or as good as it's gonna.
1: Yeah. As good as it should. Yeah. Yeah. Which
0: actually isn't bad. It just doesn't move super well in certain directions, but... The body's neat mm-hmm. and that's like something else i was thinking about is like the biggest thing i've realized since graduation and seeing more real patients it's like how friggin resilient the body actually is compared to what most of medicine wants to believe
1: oh yeah for sure
0: because like this shit's like some people want to tell me that i shouldn't be able to and like i don't want to say that oh my doctor told me I shouldn't be able to I'm so tough and badass for doing this mm-hmm. I'm like I want to be like this is what the body should be able to do all of you people saying that, all these doctors that are putting these limitations on people they're full of shit and they don't know what they're talking about yeah cause like what what does this guy in his gay little white coat know
1: mm-hmm.
0: obviously what he learned in medical training but like being gay isn't bad anymore true uh, sorry say his straight little white coat his straight little white coat very very pressed and straight Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I don't know. I've kind of gotten to a point where, like, when people tell me that they have, like, disc degeneration, I don't know. Like, I'll, like, be empathetic in the moment, but in my head I'm kind of like, we all have, like, a little bit of it. You probably just actually saw it on the scan.
2: Do you remember my... Well, also, you can't see a disc herniation on an x-ray. and Everybody wants to say that they got an x-ray from their chiropractor and they have three disc herniations and... No, they yeah, you, you can't really see soft tissue on an x-ray. So to say that you have a herniation from an
0: x-ray, probably a chiropractor who is, at best, ignorant and misleading you. At worst, lot out lying to you. But, yeah. yeah, so don't take that. If you had an x-ray and you are told you have a herniation.
1: Or degeneration, or like... You don't need to worry about it and you don't yeah. need to be
0: afraid of it. Because it's like... To call something degenerative disc disease is absolutely a misnomer. It's just something that happens as humans age. Mm -hmm. Like we do have osteophytic changes. We do have what could be considered degenerative changes. But calling it degeneration isn't really realistic to how the body works and how the body happens. Mm -hmm. And like I got into this pretty heavy in my pain lecture last week. But like if we see major, major degeneration at the spine or at a joint it is more to do with the cessation of movement after injury than the actual actual injury itself causing the degeneration. So, like, if you jack something up and then you quit moving it, there's going to be bone formation where there shouldn't be just because you aren't moving it in that range to be like, hey, we don't need bone here. Yeah. If that makes sense. (laughs) I'm tired. Long day.
1: It has been a long day. No, I think that makes sense. Um... So, like, what would you tell people who, like, do you think that they have or that do have, um, like, diagnosed disc degeneration or disc herniations to, like, help them kind of bridge the gap into not being worried about that or not being worried about, like, the damage that lifting can do on it?
0: I've got a sick meta-analysis saved in my favorites tab that I'd like to send people that takes a look at the prevalence of disc degeneration, herniation and whatnot in asymptomatic MRIs, which kind of can kind of paint the picture of how many people normal, healthy, zero pain are walking around with what could be divided as degenerative changes. And like, just kind of realizing that degenerative changes don't have to hurt or don't necessarily have to limit you, that can at least be a bridge to get someone to go like, oh hey, maybe I don't need to be as afraid of this. Yeah. But it's like even if there are changes it doesn't mean that using it is going to make it worse using is probably going to keep it from getting worse exactly exactly because it's like again if you if there are changes and you stop using it those changes are just going to progress because you're not asking it to do its thing if you're Mm -hmm. not asking a joint to be a joint it's going to stop being a joint
1: yeah but now i don't think people are going to want to say like if they're a bodybuilder or powerlifter i don't think they're going to want to go from like extreme pain to going back to their max deadlift so like would you suggest like starting off with like going for walks around the block and then kind of hinging patterns like what would you say would be the best kind of route to go
0: i mean if you're at a place where you can't do anything Mm -hmm. or you can can do very little it's like work with what you got and progress from what you've got And if that is starting out just doing like bracing drills and walking around the block, sick. But then you have to gradually progress those bracing drills to some just body weight hinging to the range of motion you can handle. And once you can do some body weight hinging, maybe do some body weight spinal flexion bending over to the range of motion you can handle. Once you can do that, maybe start hinging with some load. Maybe start doing some J curls with some load. Maybe start progressing that to single leg hinging with some load. Maybe start progressing that to, you know, just, doing a high range of motion rock pull. And like, there is a path back, you just have to take the steps to get there. And mm-hmm. it's like, just because we don't necessarily need to be afraid of degeneration, we do need to be aware of pain and sensitivity. So if we make something freaking hurt, it's probably not going to feel better. So I always want to tell patients like, we want to use pain as our guide, not because we're afraid of making it worse, but just because we don't want to keep making it feel worse because no one wants to be in pain and no one wants to suffer, so. Mm-hmm we don't need to feel more pain than we need to, but we also need to push towards pain if we want to get out of it. So it's kind of like riding this fine line where we need to challenge ourselves, but we really don't want to overstep our capacities. For and sure. again, we kind of talk about this shit every single podcast, but it's so important to get it through people's thick skulls. Yeah. Not, not necessarily the person listening's thick skull, but it's just like... Yeah.
1: Do you remember the meet that I did... Maybe a year ago. No, I think it was longer than a year ago. Yep. Where two and a half weeks out, I, like, threw my back out.
2: Yep. And Dr. Hodges just came over. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, it was to the point where, like, I couldn't walk to the bathroom from the bed. It was so bad. But, like, it was actually, like, a really interesting kind of, like, chain of events that happened. Because I went from, like, not being able to walk without holding on to the wall to, like, trusting myself enough to walk I literally would walk like 50 feet and back. I was like, okay, well, that's what I can handle right now. And then like 12 hours later, I would try going 100 feet and back. And like, I, I think the next day I was like doing bracing drills. And then I think it was like maybe a week later, I was back to doing my my like two week out squat or like like my last heavy squat. And I just remember being like, okay, I'm just gonna push training back a day. I'm just going to do what I can handle. And if my body isn't going to let me do it, it's not going to let me do it. But I think I can still do this meet. But like mentally, I just kind of like had to wrap my head around it and just do whatever my capacity was and just kind of trust the process. And it ended up being okay.
0: And that's really it. it's like,
1: I was panicked. It was to the point where I was like, I'm not going to do this meet. I don't know if I'm going to be able to like walk again kind of thing.
0: Yeah. But like, that was one of the, like the really cool things that kind of helped build both of our thought processes around this because that was one of the ones where I really realized like holy shit if we're diligent if we build back that trust it's like pain doesn't need to mean that we are fucked Mm -hmm. a week from now and it's like it's so insane how much how bad something can feel one week and then if you're absolutely diligent on building trust building movement building back reducing the sensitivity how high you can perform the very next week or even the very next day yeah And it's just something that's like, with what we're taught about pain through school, through our doctors growing up, through different clinicians that we've seen as kids, it's like, it's so hard to want to accept that we can make things feel better. But like, once we've realized that we can, it's like, holy shit, this is cool. I don't have to be afraid to train or afraid to use stuff. And Mm -hmm. I kind of talked lots about how... Like, I've been so much less limited in training by pain lately. And, like, part of that is because, yes, I have built myself up to be a bit more durable, so I haven't had as, like, any big blowouts, knock Mm -hmm. on wood. But on that flip side, it's like, I haven't turned little things into bigger than it should be. And I think so many lifters want to, not want to, but they don't know better, and they panic and they freak out and they make a little tweak feel worse than it should just because of how they're perceiving it
1: yeah
0: that's why we're talking about it yeah trying to make the world a better place
1: exactly yeah one
0: shitty podcast at a time yeah
1: one shitty podcast at a time yeah like unless you've actually torn something off like you're probably going to be okay like if you hurt yourself two weeks out like realistically you might end up being okay to do your meet you might end up being okay to do your show like you might still be able to push through it it's just knowing when it's an actual serious issue or not
0: mm-hmm. and like that's can be difficult to determine in the moment. yeah but how you are
2: going to determine that is by trying to do stuff and trying to use stuff and it's like well, like even if you <clears throat> like don't get better in those two weeks and you still can't do your meat like what are you going to do like sit around and not do the things to make yourself better and like put off training even longer yeah it's, it's like yeah. either way you should be doing it so <laughs> like <laughs> And it's like the only time I've ever really worried about
0: something being severe severe is if there is, like, with low back pain, like, loss of bowel, bladder function. Yeah. Totally numb, can't move something, paralysis type stuff. But then I'm like, okay, we should probably think about... Mm -hmm. Imaging. At least imaging. At (laughs) least imaging. Or, like, on the side of, like, if it is muscle tenderness, like, as long as that thing's still attached you're yeah. not going to need surgery and you can just start kind of trying to get it to be able to handle and do more and more and more and it's going to get better the more that you do. It just might take time depending on severity. Yeah. Like, even if there is bruising, as long as it's still attached and you can still contract, it's still attached and you can still contract it's still going to be able to transmit some load and handle some load so you might as well ask it to start handling load that it can handle
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it's going to be able to handle more as you go.
1: Absolutely. But. Babying things is really the answer.
0: Yeah. Pussies. <laughs> had a bunch of people telling me how much they, like, enjoy the humor in this podcast. Do they? I think they're bullshitting me.
1: Who's who's the funniest? Definitely me. You think so? Okay.
2: Maybe Cole, when he chimes in. It's because I chime in so infrequently. When <laughs> I do chime in, it's, like, something really good.
1: People wait for it?
2: He just saves it up. Yeah. But, like, on
0: that note, like, we haven't been funny enough this episode yet.
1: We haven't? we been too serious. Ugh. <sighs> Well, what have we done today that's funny?
0: Your hands are covered in tie-dye.
1: Yeah, I finished off the tie-dyes today. Um, <laughs> it's not really funny. My hands are purple and blue. But I figured out the trick. If ever, um, if anybody has kids and like finds themselves doing tie-dye, nair. Wash your hands with nair. It works like a charm. I'm assuming because it's like... Taking off the first layer of your skin is basically what's happening. Yeah. I don't do it for a long time. Like I literally just like act like I'm washing my hands, like the 30 seconds, like ABCs.
0: Yeah. So loyal listeners, listen to Vienna and give your children mild chemical burns to get yes. the off their hands. <laughs> Sounds like a fantastic plan.
1: I mean, it doesn't burn. I'm not leaving that on for like seven minutes at a time. You trust a kid with Nair? No. Do you trust me I'm with Nair? I'm trusting the parents with Nair. Do you
0: trust me with Nair? Yes. Really?
1: Actually, no, we talked about this the other day, that <laughs> Seth is very hairy right now, and I was like, Seth, you should nair your body, <laughs> but then I realized after, like, I had a moment to let that thought marinate, and I was like, I don't trust you to, like, loofah or scrub, That's like, it leaves, like, singed hair, like, if you were to just, like, wash it off, like, the hair wouldn't be gone, it would just be, like, singed hairs all over your body, and I feel like that's how you would be if you ever tried to nair yourself, well, like,
0: yeah, not <laughs> only would I not want to loofah my whole body, I couldn't reach it.
1: No, I'd like, have to do the back for you.
0: Well, it'd be a repeat of, like,
1: what me, David cool, cool Cole's asshole, cool
2: but like, Cole mine. Well, like, speaking of large people, like, nairing themselves, Jason Lowe told me that he nairs his back all off-season. I'm How assuming it's that? not
1: him. I'm assuming it's his It's Okay. <laughs> it's his I don't know. He made house. it
2: sound like I could do it, too. <laughs>
1: Maybe he thinks that Seth is going to help you. Okay. And now yeah. I'm just imagining you and Seth, like, naked in the shower together, like, scrubbing each other's snares off. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you guys, each take turns scrubbing each other's backs.
2: That's what we're going to do
0: right after this. I mean, that doesn't sound like a bad plan if we wanted to remove hair effectively.
1: You can purchase the video for nine ninety nine. 99
0: Yeah, that's how we're actually going to make money. <laughs> Those stupid loans kicked in this month, and it hurt. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. Please buy colonized naked mare showering video. Yeah. DM for details. <laughs> or just PayPal me.
1: Yeah, that works too. So Helper's with a gmail.com. Yep. It's the same PayPal. Just go for it.
0: Now, someone's going to steal my PayPal information somehow. And... Do you think so? I don't know. My password's pretty easy. Uh, I
1: don't Pass- think it's that easy.
0: Password 1234?
1: No, it's not. No, Banana sixty nine. Banana sixty
0: nine. <laughs> Don't give away the real one, Cole. Sixty nine, sixty nine.
1: It has to be usually like eight or nine characters, doesn't it? With an uppercase letter and um, a special character.
0: Password with a capital P. Yes. Period. One two three four.
1: You do the period in the middle.
0: Yeah, that's how you throw people off.
1: Well, you just give away your secret. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: Thankfully, nobody listens to this, so we're totally clear. Yeah.
1: If you've made it this far, send Seth um, your password to (laughs) something.
0: And don't steal my identity.
1: Yes, please don't.
0: Enough people have been trying to steal my Instagram. I had another one. Oh yeah. Except this time, the idiot didn't change his profile picture. Yeah. And he's like captioning everything as like, "Life's about." And it was
1: like a dude in an army outfit, definitely not American, but like a dude in an army outfit from, I don't know. I, I don't want to.
2: I don't know where yeah, it was trying from. Really hard to not be racist. Right yeah, now, but it was definitely Afghanistan.
1: <laughs> With like a huge rifle in his hand, it's like the display picture. But
0: like all of the captions were so bad, and I'm just like, at least this guy's
2: illiterate.
1: Wasn't it like life's all about balance, bro? Like that was the only it one was... that made
2: sense. Cold, chilling. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Feeling chilly. <laughs>
1: yeah. Do you think he just looked at your veins and he was like, this guy's probably cold? <laughs> like, or do you think it was kind of like a, like a hang loose kind of thing? Like it was like...
0: I don't know. I don't feeling know.
1: chilly, like feeling cool. Like do you think he just didn't understand that cool and chill is like... Like know?
0: chilling and being chilly are different things? Yeah. Chilling, being chilly,
2: eating chili, Three different things. Yeah. But I kind of like the use of chili. As like a synonym for like cool.
1: Should or, I start? Should I start, start saying, saying
0: chilly? Like after the first Seth was calling everybody, Or the first fake Seth was calling everybody brother. I've like started like answering DMs like hell yeah brother, <laughs> just for the confused people.
1: In that voice? Are you sending voice messages like that? Yes. Why is it? Why was it that voice? <laughs> hell
0: yeah brother. You don't even know who Hulk Hogan is, do you?
1: Yes, I do. I oh. grew up watching. Wrestling.
0: We didn't. You guys didn't. You still don't know who Gary Frank is, though. That's really embarrassing. Oh, well.
1: What year was he active? Like
0: 2009, probably last year.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's why I don't know who Gary Frank is. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You should, though. Know your history.
1: Should I? What did he accomplish? Too long. Move on. I'm just sighing. Why? <laughs> First 24, 25, 26,
0: 27, and
1: 28. Total.
0: Yeah. Multiply. Where the real lifting happens. Gotcha. I wish Multiply was still cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of gotten very really not cool.
1: It's gotten pretty not cool. I don't know. Not say not cool, but. There's some weird shit happening. I don't. I don't know if we want. We should get into that conversation.
0: I like it
2: done well. Yes. That's well, still kind of cool. Done well. I don't know what well is. Oh well. <laughs> does That's Danny funny. Tina Hero do? Yeah, he's, he, he does it well. He's doing it well. well. <laughs> Tina <laughs> well. Tina-gero. Yeah. Tina That's
1: actually really cool. Like if you think about it, like people who don't know what equipped powerlifting is will walk into our gym and see. Daniel benching, like, eight plates and being like, what, like, then there's, like, four people all all around him, like, making sure that he's okay, and they're just walking in the gym, like, like, doe-eyed, like, what, what the heck's going on?
0: No. <laughs> they walk <laughs> in. Where am I? See this, immediately walk out.
1: Yeah. And just, like, for us, it's, like, a regular occurrence. <laughs> but, yeah,
0: good multi, cool. Still into it. Yeah. This is just a lot of icky multi right now. No offense, if, if you're offended by me saying a lot of multis icky, you probably need to get better at lifting in multi gear. Yeah. So take that.
1: Yeah, just be one of the people that does it well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Stop sucking. <laughs> yeah. I'll but it I me mean, less. like,
1: raw powerlifting at like certain levels is kind of like yeah, raw itchy, powerlifting is also icky well. and
0: terrible too. So yeah. I'm, there's, there's, <laughs> yeah. Don't Let, get me let's, wrong.
1: Let's not be too, to be biased towards one direction.
0: I hate every single group of powerlifters equally. You all suck.
1: Unless it's done well.
0: Yeah, even <laughs> then, some people still hate. So. <sighs>
1: yeah. Okay. <laughs> should we end it on that, or should, should we get Cole to say something funny? Cole, give us a joke. Say something. His eyes are really big right now. He's okay. making
2: the cool face. Mm. How's your Cialis? It's good. Yeah. Are you enjoying it? I'm getting lots of pumps. Actually, I don't even take it for the bumps. I just take it for the boners. Is that true? I have a year's worth of Cialis and nothing to do with my boner. Define nothing. <laughs> why, why do you look <laughs> your the crotch? Just...
1: They can't see you, Cole.
2: <laughs> this is the video podcast. Um, how do you make an octopus laugh? Tentacles.
1: You it's tentacles.
2: Oh. Yes. Yeah, The answer was ten tickles. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Cole's been taking
0: Seattle's pre-workout. What's that? Cole's been taking Seattle's pre-workout. Yeah. And it's really weird.
1: Why? Because he has a boner before he goes yeah, to the gym Yeah, mostly because he walks
0: around with sweatpants all day.
1: <laughs> it's really gross.
2: Yeah. He's very... Okay, <laughs> all these jokes about boners were really just jokes. It doesn't make you get any boners. Unless you, like want to yeah like
1: <laughs> i honestly imagine that you take cialis and like five minutes later it was like boner time that's like in my head that's what i thought would happen
0: yeah so for those of you who've never taken cialis i've also kind of taken part in cole's experiment <laughs> are you gonna
1: elaborate I, I, more
0: I, I, that sounded really bad like I, i'm not i'm not helping cole bo- his boners
1: you were also taking cialis i
0: also took my cialis
1: we stopped didn't you you took it for a little bit
0: it was, okay, so the reason we're taking Cialis is the pumps you get in training are absolutely fucking insane. Like, insane. Mm-hmm. And it was like, if I took it, I'm doing an SBD every day, right? So, if I took it any day, and if I was squatting with a straight bar on my back, just holding and getting tight on that straight bar, and like squeezing the straight bar, it's like,
1: yeah, it was giving you some, like, elbow pain, wasn't it? It was,
0: like, I was getting the most intense pumps in my forearm that, it, like, it felt like terrible tendonitis, but it was just from the pump. Yeah. And it was just, like, so freaking annoying that I had to stop.
1: Yeah. And it's actually kind of interesting, like, one thing that I kind of noticed um, last year when I took, like, an off-season to do, like, bodybuilding training and was, like, focusing on, like, pumps and that kind of thing, a pump can sometimes, like, really be painful. Yeah. And, like... That's kind of one thing that I kind of realized as I was, like, going back into powerlifting is, like, a lot of the times that I thought that I had, like, pain, I was probably just having a pump and it was just uncomfortable. But anyways, I digress.
0: And this is why we judge Biana. Okay. (laughs) But, yeah, so, like, Cialis, massive pumps, but, like, it doesn't just cause boners.
1: No, like, it's not instant boner.
0: It can, like, enhance the boner you're going to get, but it's not going to give you boner.
1: Yeah, you still have to get aroused. Yep. So, that's where Cole's trouble lies. Still, I'm still <laughs> waiting for aroused. applications to come in. Yeah, no
0: one has <laughs> said... Nobody
1: sent me any applications for Cole. I'm disappointed in everyone. Yeah. Do we have no female listeners? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, that, like, that'll
0: do it. I, I know Sheena listens to some of them. Oh, that's right, yeah. I don't know if you have any age appropriate female listeners.
1: It's not that she's that's old. No,
0: but, like, Cole's also, like, Cole, Yeah,
1: Cole's, Cole's a baby. 25?
0: I'm
1: 24.
0: Oh, yeah, 24. So. Okay. Any any young ladies out there? Hit him up.
1: Don't hit him up. He's, he's got high standards. He's, Do you have anything else to say about Cialis?
2: Um...
1: It wasn't just for the pumps that you were taking it, right? Wasn't there another reason?
2: Yeah, it's supposed to increase, like, antigen receptor density, and it's supposed to be, like, cardio, protective, anti-prostate cancer, something else. Okay. You, you can find shit that says Cialis is good for everything.
1: Yeah. Do we have any... Can we buy shares in Cialis? I feel, I feel like we should buy some before we put this podcast up. Yeah, I don't know. We are not sponsored by Cialis. Yeah. <laughs> Could
2: you imagine being a bodybuilder sponsored by Cialis? cold <laughs> <laughs> just got so big. That should be your goal. It's a deal.
1: Do you think that the people who make Cialis know that it's like a bodybuilding thing?
2: Probably. I'm sure they do. They know that like, bodybuilders buy it.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Any whoozles.
0: Speaking of sponsorships. Mm-hmm. I got that shitty, I don't know to say shitty, the affiliate link for Zero Shoes now.
1: Oh, yeah, that's not shitty at all. That's great.
0: Well, it's kind of is shitty because, like, if you click on They're not on, actually
1: sponsoring you.
0: They're not actually sponsoring me. And, like, if you click on the link to buy shoes, it gets you nothing.
1: No, but it gets Seth. Uh, it, gets,
0: it gets you a pair of shoes, and it gets me a commission. So you should probably click the link in my bio if you want to
1: buy Zero Shoes. And, okay, What's actually really interesting about this is that Seth has been wearing zero shoes since... We first moved here, right? And we were trying to get you into barefoot shoes. Vivos, were not working yeah, for I you. I Vivos.
0: Vivos suck. Um, Buffins barefoot things suck.
1: And you've, like... You've gotten really good use out of all the pairs that you've had. Yeah, they're
0: amazing. They-
1: They've lasted, like, a year each. And you still have them. I just forced you to get a new one because...
0: I, I wear through the soles because I walk so Because much.
1: you, like, yeah, you wore them, like, all day at clinic and then at the gym and then to go for walks on the beach and stuff like that. It was just, like, you you put them through the ringer. And I was just, like, we should probably get you a new pair. But you still keep them all.
0: Because <laughs> I love them. and They're so comfy. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. just because they look ugly doesn't mean they lose any functionality.
1: Yeah. So he has his, like, ugly zeros and his, like, newer zeros. But he really does wear them. They do good on your feet. Yeah. They're barefoot. And it's like... Good for rooting, racing.
0: I wouldn't have... Because I, I tagged them as a joke in my story because I'm always... People are always asking what shoes I wear and what shoes I like and blah, 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 blah. And I tagged them as a police sponsor. I and mean, they're like, well, you could just apply to be an affiliate. And I... And like, the only reason I did it is mostly because I, I like them. hmm And I guess if me liking them gets people to buy them,
2: I kind of want some credit, but...
1: Lincoln bio. Yeah, Speaking of
2: it. affiliate links, I got a uh, a discount code for Justin Supplement Company, Pure Nutrition. But then I realized that it was just like a generalized email that he, like is sent to everybody. He probably gets like a certain amount of orders in a certain period of time or something. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think I'm special either because I think anyone can apply to be an affiliate with zero. So I was I was gonna. Like, put the, like, the discount code in my bio, so you can get, like, 10%, like, off your order with my code, but then I figured I should probably just try to get, like, Justin to actually, like, answer my emails first.
1: He answers your emails, doesn't he?
2: Or the questions in my emails. Okay. (laughs) Before I try to be a sponsored athlete. Yeah. The level of service and coaching.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: wild what people will accept Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: why were you trying to do it different
1: yeah trying to make the coaching world better yeah All right. well do we have anything else to say I don't think so I think it's time for bed is it I'm drinking my sleepy time tea
0: well I still gotta hopefully edit this podcast and not destroy it in the process
1: yes If if you made it this far this means that Seth did not fuck up the podcast yet yet
2: Wait, if it sounded like I was complaining about Justin's like level of coaching, I wasn't. I was saying that I'm really bad at bodybuilding and I don't deserve his attention.
1: It did kind of come off like you were you said that he was bad at coaching. No, that's not what I was saying. Do you want to say things that you like about Justin now? <laughs> Do you want to make up for it real quick?
2: It's worked insanely fucking well for the apparent lack of attention that Cole receives. Yeah. Like what I meant by like him not answering my questions is like it seems like Cole asked if he could go to Disney World and just ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like I should become good enough at bodybuilding that he'll actually like Let read to- my whole email and then
1: say, at least say
0: no to Disney. Yeah. World.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's been quite a transformation over the last year. But any huzzles. Um, good night. Guten Tag. I don't know what that means. Does it that means mean good night? Day. What's good night? I don't know. Okay. Yeah.
0: No see Allison hurt my shoulder before the meet. Bye. Listen again. Thank you.